Welcome to the K-Hole. People are dying. My name's Ashley Brandt. And my name is Brooke Marine. And today we discuss Season 1, Episode 5, also the penultimate episode of Robin China, titled Baby Bump in the Road. I can't wait for this to be Um, over. (laughs) Same. Same. (laughs) But I do have a theory... That they are going to keep churning Rob and China episodes in Keeping Up with the Kardashians' Absence. Yeah, it makes sense because Keeping Up with the Kardashians is postponed indefinitely. And they do have some, like, the latter half of season 12 to roll out. But if, you know, Kim isn't feeling up for it, Rob and China are, like, the they're, like, a really good, like, soft replacement for Kardashian Mm -hmm. stuff because they're so boring and, like, it's, like, not really gonna harm the brand. It's just, they have to have some content. Yeah, they have to have some content to make money, and I really hope it's not this. Ugh, it sucks so much. It really does. I do think... I, okay, people have been coming up to me like, oh my god, what are you going to do that Keeping Up with the Kardashians is canceled? It's definitely not canceled. Everyone still needs to get paid. Kim, not so much, but she's going to keep that executive producer credit regardless of whether or not she appears. So she will be fine. But like, Courtney has a $10 million house to pay for. Chloe has a denim line to promote. Um... Kylie's got her brand awareness. Kendall doesn't really need to be on the show. And Scott like Rob and China are, are gonna have to raise a child together, so that's gonna take some money. But there will be something on. Yeah. And I really think it might be a Scott spinoff. I don't care what that is. I think they might finally just be like, Scott Disick, you're willing to do anything for reality TV show us what you got yeah i mean he he's willing to do anything and at this point he's not he's like harmless he's kind of like the pete campbell of this family you know what i'm saying (laughs) kind of do you want to elaborate on that (laughs) yeah like i mean obviously they kind of like dress the same they have the same sort of like blue blood upbringing new york city mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you know fake liberal um mm-hmm. <laughs> also like i don't know like you think that you think that pete's gonna cause all this trouble and really he ends up being so harmless because he can't even do that right like he can't even get that right so and you know scott like can't get anything right either so i kind of feel like he's the pete campbell of this family and that's not an insult i love pete campbell one of my favorite characters yes no i totally agree pete campbell makes it all the way to the end of mad men which we can't say for a ton of people so true Pete campbell ends up in kansas city with trudy spoiler alert but like you should have already watched mad men if you're listening to this podcast quite honestly it was two years ago i think we should expand this metaphor further i don't think we have to do it right now but i'm really curious to like map Mm. the mad men cast onto i would like i would like to do that as well i would like to not talk about rob and china but i do think we kind of have to (laughs) 
Well, before we talk about Robin China, there's some IRL news to cover. We have just a few things because, as we have previously stated, keeping up with the Kardashians is on hold for now. Um, and I was wondering who was going to be the first to make a public appearance, who was going to do it. Like, they're back on social, they're on Snapchat, they're sharing workout selfies. Who's going to be the first to do it? And it was Chloe on Ellen. Mm-hmm. She started off by saying kim is not doing well and she clearly was uncomfortable to talk about this but i think it was one of those things Mm -hmm. where she was like this is uncomfortable but i'm gonna have to do it um Mm -hmm. and i'm sure she was probably originally booked for ellen to discuss her new denim line that's dropping next week good american which like hopefully is good i mean i maybe want to try it if jordan up for an email update sure like jordan woods is one of the models i don't know if if it's everything that it's supposed to be and if they fit properly and they're being sold at nordstrom which like that could be in any price range you really we really have no idea until they come out maybe i'll try some on i haven't worn a single article of clothing that's fit me properly since i was like a toddler so if chloe kardashian is the one to do it then praise be to her honestly (laughs) I haven't worn real pants in maybe like five or six years, so this could also be a game changer for me. You never know. But yeah, Chloe appeared on Ellen. It was definitely uncomfortable. She explained that Kim's not doing well. She kept repeating the same thing over and over again. She was like, but we're a family and we'll get through it together, which is like true. That is how they handle situations like this, but it's Mm -hmm. also like it was like kind of weird the way that she kept repeating it like this weird media training just sort of like came through oh yeah Um, oh yeah and the fact that she even said that kim was not doing well and deviated from the usual like everything's fine we're doing great like kind of mantra that you hear the kardashian sisters talk about in their interviews um i think said a lot and said a lot about how seriously they are taking the robbery and how seriously they want the media and the public to be taking the robbery in the way that it's affected kim yeah i mean she also kept repeating you know this was a traumatic experience yes and she kept using the word trauma which i think is important because it was and i think a lot of people who still think it's funny or fake just don't get that but whatever we've already i've already shared my thoughts on that and i've like i'm kind of getting tired of having to repeat no to people absolutely like what i think like i don't know why i don't just direct them to this podcast quite honestly (laughs) that's what we have this for (laughs) but chloe also brought up another thing on the ellen interview which was the shower the baby shower situation when rob tweeted kylie's number and then china tweeted Rob's number, well, actually, technically, mm-hmm. Kevin Hart explained the situation, which was really weird, but, um, since I guess he was a co-host or whatever, but basically, we got the answer. They were doing two showers. One of them was a DILF shower, Chloe's words, for the dads and, the, like, the guys and all of Rob's high school friends and college friends. I'm assuming JJ was going to be there. Ooh. <laughs> but Rob didn't show up because he thought that Rob's they were excluding China. Yeah, even though China was in on it, um, basically it was just a dumb misunderstanding, is what. Yeah, <laughs> what it and Chloe was like so over it when she was talking about it. She was like, 
well, and my brother didn't show up, so he didn't know <laughs> that his girlfriend was in on it. Exactly. But I think, whatever, someone had to appear on the media. We know it wasn't going to be Courtney who made such a big deal about how much she does not like to be on live television. Yes. Maybe, I mean, Kim's taking a week off from working and personal appearances. I don't think that we're going to see her pop up, like, November 1st, 2016, but I think three to six months from now, we'll see a primetime interview. Oh, for sure. She's going to give the exclusive to someone. I, I think she'll do an interview. Maybe she'll, maybe they'll do Diane Sawyer again. I don't think, well, maybe. I feel like so many of the sisters were upset about the Diane Sawyer interview, but I think Kim was the least upset. Exactly. Um, well, we know it's not going to be Billy Bush, so. We know that. <laughs> um, um, in yeah, other I, Kim news, the revised Selfish book is out, which includes the fabled selfie that Kim took when they were driving Chloe to jail for violating probation on her DUI. Um, Kim had been looking for the selfie. She found the selfie. It has been published. I am going to be buying this book, even though I already own the first edition of Selfish, because I am a dedicated fan, and I want to make sure that Kim doesn't have to go back to reality TV if she doesn't want to. Iconic and very, you know, considerate of you. (laughs) I try. (laughs) Also, in Kylie Jenner news, she's on the cover of complex and i have to say she looks really good like she really does she looks great she clearly you know i think has gotten a little bit more work done Mm -hmm. i want her to slow down because it's like girl you're so young you don't know how your body's gonna change in the next five years exactly um but in the interview she talks about her lips she says the reason she changed them is because like nobody wanted to kiss her and she also talks about understanding why china was upset to find out about taiga's relationship with kylie but i don't think she fully grasps why it's messed up that she's with taiga in the first place but she does understand Mm -hmm. china's position which i think is very mature of her and i have to say like this throughout this whole thing she's been pretty mature um i don't know i didn't really read through the whole interview yet she looks great. I think she's really lonely. Yeah, I think that's very much the vibe that bleeds through a lot of Kylie's representations of herself and the Kylie Jenner brand. And I think that that's something we're going to see a lot more as the family pulls back and isolates themselves. Before we started recording, you and I were talking about how we're probably never going to have that, like, you know, fan meet experience with Kim that so many people have had over the years. Um, People have always talked about how, like, warm and nice she is. And it's just no longer feasible for her to be that that open with the public. I'm really sad because I really wanted to meet her. And I really thought, I really felt like if I ever ran into Kim Kardashian in public, she, I mean, as long as she wasn't, like, with her kids or whatever... I felt like she would be pretty open, based on what I've heard and seen, she'd be pretty open to, like, stopping and, like, taking a selfie or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, like, 
not that I like only want to meet her just for the selfie. Like, obviously, I would love to actually talk to her for like an hour. But yes. I would love to meet her. And now I feel like as a like she's never going to let fans get that close again. Obviously, she can't. And like, I, f- you know, even in terms of answering questions on social media or posting on social media and sharing with us, it's going to be a while before she shares nearly as much as what she used to. Mm-hmm. We'll be watching Kim, so you can be watching us, or just watch Kim directly. But we'll have updates as the situation develops. We will. For now, let's get into this this episode. So, I feel like <laughs> they arrived in the editing bay, and they were like, okay, we've got some conflict here. We had some conflict last week. In order to change things up, let's establish that Rob and China are doing so much better in their relationship and they're ready to move back in together. And there's no reason for that because these two people do not get along. And for good reason, because Rob Kardashian does not have his shit together. This baby has not yet Nicole Richie'd that man. But I didn't buy, I did not buy that these two people are going to move in together at any point in time, much less in the near future. And I think that would be honestly so unpleasant to, like, move in with Rob Kardashian in any capacity. No. Ugh, they're not moving in together. Paige is, Paige is, Paige, those boxes were not filled with anything, Paige. (laughs) Those were not filled because she is staying. Like, come on. She's willing to <laughs> stay also, and help China. China doesn't want to be ever, alone. Would you ever live with your friend and their newborn baby? I no. wouldn't. No. No. Okay. There's a really good show. <laughs> I mean, I've only seen like a few episodes of it, but what's the show? Playing House or whatever with Keegan Michael Key and. Oh, yes. Okay. Like, I just know that Keegan Michael like Key is in um, it. I need to catch up on it. I'm so behind. But that's, like, the only way I could ever move in with my friend and their newborn child. Like, we'd have to be, like, super close. You'd have to, like, basically be fam, you know? Like, mo- like in most cases, I really don't think that I could assist in raising... Like, no, no. Paige didn't sign up for that. No. The free rent is, like, not worth a crying baby in the middle of the night. <laughs> No, thank you. I won't even move into an apartment building that has, like, a baby. children and pets, okay? <laughs> so, like, so that's where I stand on that. Um, I'm glad we're in agreement. Um, if you have lived with a newborn baby, give us a shout. Let us know how that experience was. Yeah, and, like, live with would a newborn you baby, like, as an adult. Because I remember being, like a child and having my younger sibling you know but that's different because i also was like under the age of 12 but i'm start. i'm imagining what it's like having like being an adult with adult responsibilities i mean i had to wake up last night at 3 a.m to take care of our dogs he got sick and then i had to run some errands this afternoon and i drove a minivan and i'm ready for that lifestyle when it's ready for me but like <laughs> hopefully not soon 
It sounds like you're already there. <laughs> I'm already there. I already dressed like a 45-year-old. <laughs> I told you guys none of my clothes fit me. <laughs> I think, like, that's a very mom thing, right? Sacrifices. I think so. <laughs> Sacrifices. <laughs> Meanwhile, I do not have the self-control to go to bed before 11 p.m. <laughs> no. <clears throat> but... Yeah, Rob also didn't show up to MJ's birthday, and I really don't appreciate that because I like MJ. Ever since she did those uh, marijuana gummy bears, ever since she took the edibles with Chris, <laughs> I've, like, loved MJ. She's so funny. Ever since MJ did marijuana. Ever since <laughs> MJ did, she did pot, as as I think Caitlin called it. <laughs> so It's even funnier if you think about if you just like take every scene that MJ's in and you imagine that she is a little bit high. <laughs> you imagine that she yeah. is using her California medical marijuana card. As is her right. No, she's so cool. I loved that scene. She 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 told Chris that she was a really good cook after she ate like a bag of popcorn that Chris didn't even <laughs> microwave. Like that woman was she was on one. But like chill, she was chill about it. I've always, I've, exactly. I have a, I have a soft spot for MJ. I think she's great. So how dare you? She's Rob? delightful. <laughs> like, and then leave China to go alone in a party bus with her three friends. <laughs> also, China took out her piercings. Did you notice? Her tongue ring. Okay, the shooting for this episode is really weird. Because the first segment where they're, like, doing the belly cast is clearly shot the same day that China gets her tongue ring done. And they just, like, had to fit this footage in somewhere. And then they rolled right from that to, like, Rob and China are doing so well. I don't believe that. This timeline makes literally no sense. It makes no sense. The belly casting thing also was, like, a little bit weird. And I'm someone. It was hella weird. They were like trying to make it kind of sensual. That's why I was. And China's very pregnant. Yeah, it was weird. Like, (laughs) I just, I don't, I don't judge anyone for doing that. Obviously, it just felt so strange, and it felt like they didn't even really know each other, even though she pretended like they did. Like. Well, maybe that's for the better. Maybe it's better to have a stranger do that. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, there was a stranger who had Courtney and Khloe Kardashian attend her water birth. Yes. So yes. I just feel like there's no such thing as boundaries at this point. No. But yeah, no. China also took out her, um, what are they called? When I guess her cheek piercing. She's piercings. had those out for a while. Oh, okay. Yeah. She went to go. She hasn't had them for a few years. She went to go see MJ, and she looked glowing, and and uh, I felt bad because Rob wasn't there. It's San Diego. It's not like he, he across the country. No, and it's your grandmother. Just go. Like, <laughs> just do it. But this was in the middle of like a Rob Kardashian communication blackout period, where he had blocked everyone's number so literally no one was able to reach him their texts were just bouncing off so this included chris chloe kim courtney and china who's six months pregnant 
and Rob was just like, I don't want to receive text messages from anyone. Rob, grow the fuck up. This woman is about to have a baby. Anything can happen. And you go to Vegas with everyone's numbers blocked? No, for sure. Like, there's something going on. Like, this is why I know China was joking a little bit after the fight in the car. But, like... Everything that she said in jest, I think, was steeped in truth. Like, this man is mentally ill. I wish that they would let him get the help that he needs and not pimp this for yeah. ratings, quite honestly. Because it's not going to help because he's boring anyway. I know. And he's unlikable. I just, like, he's doing better, but he wants to just do everything at once. That's not... He wants to, like, but start a business and build a crib and move in and do it. It's, like... And, like, get in shape. <sighs> one step at a that's time. That's just... That's self-sabotage. I know because I do it all the time. <laughs> I make a list and I'm, like, I'm going to go to bed early. I'm going to, like, write something every day. I'm also going to go to the gym. I'm not going to do all of those things if I promise to do all of those things. If I promise to do one of those things, I will do that one thing and it will feel like enough of an inconvenience that I will not want to do that one thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I should yeah. start with just going to bed early. <laughs> no, it's, it's, yeah, baby steps, baby steps. I'm, I'm still trying to figure out what's wrong with me. And honestly, <laughs> whenever I have my, my moments of like mania where I like, try to organize everything and clean everything and run to the gym and then like do my laundry and like do and and it's just like insane and then like you said you do one thing and you're so in or you do everything and you're so exhausted that you don't have the energy to repeat it again the next day or the next week if you do it for yes. weeks so like yes rob and if you set it up as like a group of behaviors it's very easy to be like oh well like i didn't go to bed early so now i don't have to go to the gym or like work on this thing but if you work on the one aspect of yourself, you have to, like, actually face yourself. And that's why I watch reality TV. <laughs> that's why we're here today. That's why we're here today, so that I don't have to face myself. And so that I don't ever... That's why I don't even listen to our podcast, because I don't even want to hear my voice. <laughs> I feel. I really do. Um, but the thematic kind of arc of the whole like rob is doing too much thing is that he finally follows through with a business meeting that he's been flaking on since january this is shot in like august and he's feeling very self-congratulatory which like sure but also like you're an adult and no one should be patting you on the back for just like not wasting other people's time that's like a basic human expectation and China's like, well, good. <laughs> and Rob just, like, doesn't feel like she, he's been praised enough. Yeah. Basically is it. And then they, like, do a sit down with, like, China and her friends. And, like, Paige is supposed to be, like, kind of on Rob's side and be like, oh, well, like, I see where he's coming from. Like, you should be, like, more I don't, complimentary of him. I don't really know what it is. Everyone's basically, Kim included in this episode, is, like, Rob is so sensitive oh my god and that's because he's a pisces <laughs> this was just some pisces shit just being like very emotional emoting all over the place making it everyone else's problem Ugh. 
and china's a taurus and she's just like i'm strong and i'm grounded and i don't really have time for this and i don't see why this is my problem honestly i'm ugh. whenever i hear pisces no offense but i just get so like eye rolly because i know that they're like the opposite of me in so many ways since i'm a virgo and i mm-hmm. just like maybe that's why i don't like rock. no i think that's totally fair and like everyone else in his family is primarily a scorpio so obviously like everyone everyone else gets him but no one really likes dealing with him for sure I mean, Chris does the most to get that producer credit this episode. She wears that silk bomber that you know costs like $2,000 probably. It has like a flower decal on it. Her makeup looked so fresh. Like her skin looked amazing. Um, I actually was going to say I feel like she's getting airbrushed in post-production now. She must. But two things about Chris's look. One is that at MJ's birthday party, she and Courtney sat next to each other, and I I noticed how much alike they are with their mannerisms and the way that they were sitting and the way that, like, oh, yes. Chris was, like, clutching her metaphorical uh, pearls, and even Courtney was, like, you know, holding the side of her head when they were hearing all about Rob blocking everybody on text or whatever. And then the other thing was that she looked really great when she was crying, saying that she has pain as a mother, and... um. <laughs> Not to laugh at her pain, because, like, totally. Your kid's crazy. Like, I'm sure that hurts. And also, um, she tries to set Rob up with this doctor, Dr. Golia. Golia? His name reminded me of of Julia Gulia from The Wedding Singer. That's literally all I could think of when I watched it. (laughs) Love Drew Barrymore. She's my favorite. Um, but, yeah, Rob doesn't have diabetes anymore, so congrats but also like that doesn't seem right or true <laughs> it can't be true because you're eating chick-fil-a later man in the car and i feel like you shouldn't do that like you can I mean, whatever i'm not type 2 diabetes like can be reversed i don't think rob has reversed it i've just been confused by rob well <laughs> for a few years now but in the last five or six weeks um when he made that shake of like raw salmon and (gasps) i forgot about that that was disgusting disgusting why don't you just go like that's that can't be right why don't you just go eat some sushi if you have that craving rob kardashian what is wrong with you (laughs) i don't know but he doesn't have diabetes anymore good for him jonathan chibin food god was in that scene (laughs) yes jonathan apparently eats like shit (laughs) but you know he does tweet and post a lot of his meals and he eats a lot of burgers and fries but he's so thin is it amphetamines like i don't know (laughs) that was where my brain went there's no way he should be that that thin unless he's like skinny fat but i mean whatever i'm not judging i'm just just trying to get get the lay of the land here i hope jonathan chibin's rebranding as the food god is successful i wonder what his life is going to be like five years from now 
this food thing that he's doing is like very weird I just I don't really have any further analysis of that it's just like not going to work <laughs> what is going to work Jonathan what is going to work for him he should go the back 29 to year old girlfriend <laughs> Simon Huck Simon Huck he and help his, this man yeah he should he should go back to that but anyway this episode like in general was just so painful can we talk about the chick-fil-a fight the chick-fil-a that we yes (laughs) this was like the centerpiece of the episode yeah first of all it made me really hungry (laughs) second of all i knew it was chick-fil-a because i saw the honey mustard i i can i can spot it from a mile away and the waffle fries and it's like where else do you get waffle fries besides chick-fil-a um that sounds so good right now i know and yes it is problematic to eat there but this episode still made me really want some waffle fries dipped in honey mustard. I don't know. And the waffle fries start start the fight, right? right? The waffle because... fries are so important to this conversation. <laughs> like, the waffle fries tumble from the center console and end up on the floor. <laughs> I believe they are Rob's fries. They're Rob's like, fries. China, China has her fries on lock. She has her food set. She mm-hmm. has her phone in her hand, and Rob is basically like, put down your phone and hold my food, and she's like, no. Yeah. I think, I need to go back and watch in slow motion, but here's my impression of what happened. Rob came to pick China up or something. China mm-hmm. gets in the car. She says, Robbie, I bought you a chicken sandwich. She, out of the goodness of her heart, was like, what can I get this man who's picking me up? And also, who is the father of my child while I'm at Chick-fil-A? I'll get him a chicken sandwich, too. We can both have a chicken sandwich. She buys him a chicken sandwich and fries. And honestly, as someone who knows, that was a large size of fries. So this is a lot of fries. <laughs> that was at least a medium. I'm pretty sure it was a large because, like, you get, like, the, the one of them is a red container mm-hmm. and one of them is white. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so... Yeah, they get in the car. She's holding the honey mustard in one hand, her phone with a don't fuck with me Barbie sticker on it in the other. Mm-hmm. And she's all strapped in and she's got her seatbelt on, which is important. Safety mm-hmm. first. I did notice that throughout this whole episode that she or situation, she had her seatbelt on. And because um, I, for some reason, was like worried that she was going to take it off to bend over to get the fries, but she didn't. Um thank god thank god um so rob he's driving and i guess he pulls off and he puts the fries like in the center thing or she's handing them to him and he's supposed to hold them but he doesn't and he just thinks that they're gonna stay in the centerpiece or like (laughs) in the glove thing or that she's gonna hold them and she goes those are your fries and he he's (laughs) mad and she's like i had both of my hands full and those are your fries and he's like well can you pick them up and she's like don't you see me bending down you think i was just gonna leave them she's also six months pregnant she's She's very pregnant that is like quite the feat right like she's (laughs) bending over another person basically to pick up these fries that fell on the floor and i don't know like it just started this whole argument because then china was like you're really annoying me he likes to bother me just because just for the sake of arguing and you could tell which is totally true it's so true because you could tell he started laughing during it 
And she started to say things like, you're really fucking annoying and you have a chemical imbalance. He was calling her a psycho. He was calling her a psycho repeatedly. Mm -hmm. He called her psycho. He said she was insane. And honestly, she was not acting insane. Like, the fries fell. She bent over to pick them up. It's kind of his fault that he dropped them. Her hands were full. She's pregnant. She's entitled to being a little bit upset about this. And he has the right to call her a psycho? I don't think so. No. And so she says, you know what? Everybody says you have a chemical imbalance in your brain. (laughs) And then she starts laughing, at which point I'm like, oh. Because when the fight first started, he, Rob just kind of looks off into the distance. He doesn't say anything. And he shakes his head. He's like, wow. Wow. And then he shakes his head for like 30 straight seconds. What? (laughs) What an annoying, shitty person. And it's, like, so clear that he doesn't even give a shit. He's just doing this for the sake of arguing about something to see what she would say. Because he knows that she's going to pick up on the fact that he's upset. Yeah, because he cannot just, like, let this relationship work. He's got to sabotage it. Like, they don't need to be together. This is not healthy. But there's a child involved. Ugh. This is such a mess. Fries are all on the floor. (laughs) Metaphorically. And literally. I feel like I would be so embarrassed about arguing about french fries. Even if I was upset, I would just be so embarrassed about the concept of arguing about french fries that I would have to stop. Here's my... Here's the only... Here's... Okay. A concept. (laughs) Arguing about french fries. Yeah, tell me more. The only time that I'm willing to kind of argue a little bit about french fries... I mean, I think in their case... It obviously was about more than just the french fries. And, like, when food falls to the floor, it sucks. And also, it was a whole thing of french fries. But I only argue about french fries when I go to a place that sells french fries. And I'm with someone, and I'm like, hmm, I kind of want fries. And if that person is kind of like, I don't want fries, or I don't like fries even, or I don't really think I need those right Mm -hmm, now. mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. I order fries for myself. And Mm -hmm. next thing I know their hands are in my fries and half of my fries yes. have gone to that other yes. person and it's yes like, that's fine because if you would have just said like yeah i kind of want fries too or if you just didn't say in the beginning that you didn't want them or that you don't like them i would have been willing exactly. to share but because you voiced that you don't like fries or you don't want fries i had in my hand in my head that i was going to get this whole serving of french fries to myself and now i have to share them and it's like you don't even ask you just reach and like so many people do this i can name names mm-hmm. but i won't so many people do this. <laughs> and that's the, in my head, that's when it's okay to argue about French fries. It's the principle. It's like, just, if you would have just said that you wanted you fries, totally I would have right. shared them. Exactly. No, you were totally right. That is acceptable. <laughs> but that's not the argument at hand. No, it's The not. argument at hand is that China was supposed to have just anticipated that Rob wanted her to hold his fries. Right, because he just sort of dropped them over next to her (laughs) and he says you have to pick one your food or your phone and that's what really pisses her off because she's like don't tell me what to do don't tell me that i have to choose between my Mm -hmm. food and my phone and as an listen as someone whose hand hurts right this very second because i am so addicted to my phone i completely understand where china is coming from (laughs) i completely get it don't tell me what to do with my phone i know my hand hurts and i know that i should just put the phone down but I can't because I'm an addict. I'm an addict. I'm addicted to screens, and I can't help it. And I'm not going to put my phone down just because you told me to. 
<laughs> right. And that is the point at which you say, stop the car, I'm getting out. <laughs> She'll use that phone to call herself an Uber, get herself a Lyft, and she will go home to enjoy the rest of that Chick-fil-A mm-hmm. in peace. I know. She deserves to. She's eating for two. <laughs> I can't believe we have one more episode of this plus plus the hour long special about the birth of this child Jeez. in four weeks time. Oh no. That you know what? November sixteenth, two thousand sixteen. I wouldn't be surprised if like general election stress in the collective conscious <gasps> conscious yeah. If that causes her to have this baby a week early. I, don't you think so if i were pregnant yeah. right now and i were supposed to be giving birth right around this election i would be so concerned for the health of my child and myself i'm not that's like not even a joke i literally no i personally am getting sick i'm getting physically ill from all of the tragedies that have happened this year and this election cycle especially the last week with the donald trump billy bush tape and like the debates like it's starting to man- manifest itself physically i clench my fists while i sleep while I sleep, I wake up and my body is tensed. My teeth are ground. I'm surprised they aren't pulverized at this point, okay? I lost my mouth guard. I have to buy another one. They're not cheap. And my and I need to apparently start binding my hands while I sleep because I clench like Arthur meme. And it's just like... It's like, I, I don't know. And, and I'm, on top of that, I have insane breakouts on my face right now even though i try to drink seven million cups of water and and do a a routine with my face twice a day this is all from political socio-political stress and if i were china trying to give birth right now i would have to remove myself from all news outlets like i would have to just like completely (laughs) let myself not see that because i wouldn't want my child entering into this madness i mean and factor in that the father of that child is Rob Kardashian. <laughs> How is she holding that child in right now? Well, clearly she's not. It looks like it's ready to come at any second. Like, that kid is trying to get out. <sighs> yeah. Any day now. I want to know, like, was King born early? Should we be expecting this? Right? Because we're close. We're so close. Ugh, that's gonna be a big, big news day. <laughs> Not a slow news day. For me, anyway. <laughs> Maybe a slow news day for some people. For some people to report on that, it's gonna have to be a slow news day for some outlets. But, I mean, I would watch a spinoff that was like, China, King, New Baby. King is adorable. I feel like he's gonna grow up to regret having taken family photos with rob kardashian mm-hmm. i'm not sure but i'll read his tell all yeah well here's the thing i think that if any of these kids are gonna write a tell-all it's gonna be penelope ghost i mean ghost you are writing. right oh yeah as told to as told to so and so by penelope disick like she's gonna write the tell-all Oh, speaking of Mad Men stuff, I, I, I have one more. I've already said it before, but I'll say it again. Rain. Give it to me. Jean Draper. Like, <laughs> I forgot. I, like, every day of my life, I forget that Courtney has three children and that the third child is Rain. And I completely forget. I, com- I completely forget. And then I'm like, wait, 
I can't remember. Did did Courtney have a? She had a third kid. Did she have a boy? Did she have a girl? I'm like, I literally have no idea because that kid is so. And then when he shows up on their Snapchats, I'm always like, whose baby is that? <laughs> it's so true. I mean, it's like I forget about him. I won't. I don't forget about Saint. I don't forget about Penelope mason obviously firstborn grandchild can't mm-hmm. forget him north shining star like of course but like rain disick i forget about every single time and i wonder that kid's probably gonna do something really cool i wonder if he'll be kind of like the burt jenner you know what i'm saying Ooh, yeah just like has a beard and is not involved doing real in stuff yeah. doing like has a real job <laughs> Well, we haven't seen them in a while. We haven't seen Brandon Brody or Bert. Oh, yeah. Because Brandon and Brody and Leo were kind of supporting cast members mm-hmm. seasons 11 and 10. Didn't Leah just have a baby? Did she? Or did... I mean, I, I know they're just married. That might have been a while ago. I mean, whatever. They have their own family drama, quite honestly, with the Fosters. Oh, see, I would, I would live for that. I need some Hadid. I need, ah, Ooh, God, I need someone that to could just be a good do spin-off. a full map of how all of these people are interconnected across Hollywood. Because oh, then yeah. we get Nicole Richie on there. We get Paris Hilton. We get Spencer Pratt. We get the Kardashians. We get the Hadids, the Fosters, the Jenners. Like, it's all connected. Ugh, I just, I live. <laughs> oh, my God. Can you imagine? Okay, like, they have the map. They have, like, the family tree. Yes. And, okay, so they pull out, and then, like, the camera zooms in to, like, a different part of the family <laughs> tree, and, like, you cut to, like, that reality show, and, like, it's all thematically connected. It's, like, Hollywood Sense 8. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. No, that's... I would watch that. <laughs> that's absolutely... That's absolutely correct. I would not only watch that. The Ken Burns I would effect. executive produce that. We're going to Ken Burns this shit, and it's going to be so... <laughs> I, mean, I feel like we could at least get this going on one of the streaming platforms. I think so, too. Maybe. I think so, too. That might be something that we do while keeping up with the Kardashians <laughs> is on hiatus. Oh, my God. I would really, if I had time and if I were getting paid, I would make an interactive like kind of like in the l word where there's like that database of how everyone is connect you know like of all (gasps) yes wouldn't you love to program that i would (laughs) that would be so fun that would be so fun does that already exist if you're listening right now Mm. and you know exactly what i'm talking about the like map of people being whatever Please let me know if something like that already exists or if I should program it or if you could program it for free because I don't have money to pay you. But like exposure, we could pay you an exposure. <laughs> exposure. <laughs> we'll set up a PayPal button. <laughs> Definitely. Go fund me. Yeah. Go fund me for this very important cultural project. Um, and if you have other ideas for stuff that we should do while keeping up with the Kardashians is haunt on hiatus let us know yeah we always love to hear from our from our listeners i almost said viewers and then i remembered that no one can see (laughs) 
which is a relief. I've been in watching so many ways. too much Arthur on PBS. Thanks to viewers like you. <laughs> That's my Halloween. Okay, costume. one one idea that I've had that I want to float by the viewers, the listeners, the world at large, is the idea of rewatching Courtney and Kim Take New York, which is I think like sixteen ish of the most iconic episodes in reality TV show history. It starts with like Kim and Chris Humphreys moving into their marital home, aka a hotel room that they are sharing with Scott and Courtney and Mason, and it ends with Kim getting a divorce. <laughs> That's, you know, iconic moments. Iconic moments in Kardashian history. The fact that Chris Humphreys was ever involved in this continues continues to blow my mind. The fact that they had known each other for a year by the time that was filmed because they got engaged after 6 months. That I tr- like that marriage lasted I want to say like one sixteenth as long as Chloe's marriage to a man that she had known for 6 weeks. Also, my thing about that whole relationship is that neither of them seemed to have fun ever. Like, they weren't even <laughs> enjoying any point. it. You know what I mean? Because it's like, I totally understand. Marriage is a sham anyway. Like, I get it. It's a business contract. <laughs> if you want to do something, like, you want to make a little art project, you want to do a little business dealings, just get married, whatever. You do you. <laughs> at least have fun. At least make this, like, a game that you can enjoy playing because they this is clearly hated each other. From the get-go. You're not lying. You are not lying. (laughs) (laughs) But we could revisit moments in Kardashian history in the interim. We would love to, like, have more guests on this show. Nick Fiore will be joining us to talk about the finale of Robin China because this has just been so goddamn boring. We need his light and his energy. Holler at us, as they say. Well, let's close out with some power rankings. We have more people to rank. Uh, yeah. On a cameo basis only. Exactly. Coming in at the bottom is Rob Kardashian. There's not much to say. I mean, he's continually at the bottom of the list of his own power rankings on his own show every week. That's so sad. Hashtag help Rob. Ugh, please. But unfortunately, right above him is Chloe. I love Coco, but she's not in the best position this episode coming in right above chloe is court making i believe her debut appearance on this show i might I be wrong so. it's all blending together she accompanies rob to the business meeting that he's been flaking out on for eight or nine months and she's not really having it but she's there to cash a check good for her right above court is courtney's salad that she eats in the car on the way to the business <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> Um, Kim is number three, though. Kim is, you know, she's pretty solid. She doesn't really do much. She offers a little bit of advice. She does a talking head segment. Yeah. Oh, true. True. She wore a choker. (laughs) She looks great. Everyone looked pretty good in this episode, I will admit. Oh, yeah. Chai looked cute. She's coming in at number two. Um... You know, she's powering through this relationship. She has convinced her best friend to 
live with her and her newborn child. She takes her three friends on a party bus to San Diego to go to the birthday dinner of her future grandmother-in-law. And she's not letting Rob get her down. Even when he (laughs) drops his fries all over the floor of the car. (laughs) Oh, yeah. But you know what? Number one comes as no surprise. Abuse of power comes as no surprise. (laughs) Uh, Please, please, please let me know if you're listening and you knew exactly what I was talking about just now. Um, If you got that reference, like or comment (laughs) below. Just kidding. If you got that reference... We want to have you on the show. We really do. Um, number one is Chris Jenner. How could she not be? She wears that satin bomber. Her skin is airbrushed to perfection. She shows up to her mother's birthday party in San Diego that I'm sure she organized. Like, she cries on cue. This woman really, you can have it all. And Chris Jenner is truly an example of having it all. Is she not? She's the only person no, right. I can think of who actually has it all. She really does. She really does. She has got her groove back. No Corey Gamble appearance this time. But (laughs) Praise be to the highest executive producer credit, and that is Kris Jenner. Praise be. Well, if you got our surreptitious reference or you want to give us some suggestions for things we might do while the show is on hiatus again like we think it's it's gonna come back and we think they'll air the rest of season 12 but let us know how we can fill this time hit us up at the k-hole podcast on twitter or on facebook at the k-hole podcast we love to hear from the fans yeah and uh, once again please feel free to follow me personally at b-r-k-m-r-n it's just my full name without the vowels because the other handle i wanted was taken so (laughs) and honestly follow me quick because if i get hired real soon i'm definitely locking that shit down and i'm gonna have to use my public one and you'll be the Mm -hmm. first to know about that if you follow me on my private one first so just you know there we go and you can follow me on Twitter at Ashley Brandt. My account is currently locked down because I am employed right now. And you can listen to me on other podcasts such as Pulp, the podcast based on a true story, as well as Twin Peaks Peaks. And yeah, I've seen that. I'm going to put this out there into the universe before we go. Yes, 2016 has 110% been the year of realizing things. And I really just hope that 2017 is the year of acceptance. (laughs) Accepting that which you cannot change, which is apparently everything which can't be controlled, so. Well, hopefully we will not be accepting President Donald Trump in 2017. Oh, no, anarchy if that happens, of course. (laughs) Mutiny. Accepting the anarchy. (laughs) Just kidding, I'm just going to move to Canada because I love it there. That's real. That's not a joke this time. It's not. It's I've never joked about it. I've always been a huge fan of Canada. I grew up in Michigan. I realized I have such Canadian taste because of my proximity to the border. You as well, Ashley. I know you can relate to that. Oh, yes. Um, 
yeah, catch me in uh, the six if things go wrong. This has been the K-Hole. Don't be fucking rude. <laughs>